Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I am so excited because this is the first part of April. We are starting our LinkedIn series, and who better to start our LinkedIn series than with the America's leading LinkedIn coach? I mean, you know, we have to start with the best. So please <laughs> join me in welcoming Ted Prodom. With Ted to the program. <laughs> Prodromo. Prodromo. Yes. See, I and I haven't even had too much caffeine today. I mean, that's the scary thing. So, Ted, let me get your name right and tell people just a little bit about you. So, Ted Prodromo is America's leading LinkedIn coach. He is an award-winning, best-selling author of five books, including Ultimate Guide to LinkedIn for Business and Ultimate Guide to Twitter for Business. Ted is a social selling expert and the founder of Search Marketing Simplified, LLC, a full-service social media marketing agency. The SMS team creates advanced LinkedIn, Facebook, Google, and social media lead generating strategies for small to medium-sized businesses with over $100 million in revenue generated for his clients. So again, Ted, welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, and I have to Vanna because I can't Vanna and read at the same time. So here is Ted's book. This is the third edition. You know, that is the thing about writing a book on social media. You have to keep updating it because they change things. But this is a fabulous book. Um, again, it's called The Ultimate Guide to LinkedIn for Business. And it has, it walks you all the way through if you've never set up your LinkedIn profile, all the way up to advanced, advanced features. And so we're going to talk about this book quite a bit and about some of the things in it. But let's go back just a little bit. How is it that you decided this is your passion in life? Yeah, I had no idea I'd ever write a book in my whole life 10 years ago. And here I've written five. Five. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now, I was in the high tech world for 20 years. Okay. Loved my career. I was a network manager. I worked for Cellular One when they had 40 employees. Mm -hmm. I was like, in heaven. Right. And then the dot-com crash hit. Hmm. It's like, oh, sorry, you're 42. You're too old for this career anymore. And everything oh. was outsourced to India at the time. Mm -hmm. So I got certified as a coach because mm -hmm. I love mentoring my employees. Mm -hmm. Right. Quickly realized I had no idea how to do marketing. Mm -hmm. so I started going to Dan Kennedy events, okay. learning marketing learning selling, learning social media when it was called Web 2.0. And mm -hmm. then I had the opportunity to write these books. And it was like, unbelievable. Great. You know, and I tell people that social media is a marketing tool. You know, it doesn't matter which one it is. It is just another marketing tool. You know, we grew up learning the how to do direct mail pieces, how to build websites, um, you know, all of those various things. And now it's so cool because, as I mentioned, it changes. Yeah. And it changes so quickly and is so much fun, makes it fun for us. Um, but it is one of those things that so many people, even in this day and age, go, well, especially LinkedIn. You know, they, they think, well, I'm not looking for a job, so why should I be on LinkedIn? So if somebody tells you that, Ted, what do you tell them? So if somebody refers you, now Brian Basilico introduced us. Yes. Mm -hmm. So when you heard about me, what's the first thing you did? I looked on LinkedIn. <laughs> Probably went to Google, mm -hmm. searched for my name. Right. And right. usually the top two or three mm -hmm. listings is your LinkedIn profile. Mm -hmm. Right. And people click on that mm -hmm. and they think, this guy's a LinkedIn expert, but he doesn't even mention LinkedIn in his profile. Right. And it's out of date and he doesn't have a picture. <laughs> and my high school picture in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So LinkedIn is, Google is the reason you need to be on LinkedIn, right. the first reason. Mm -hmm. 
And also LinkedIn is just, I call it the Microsoft effect. Microsoft bought them in 2016 at the end mm -hmm. of the year. And since then, LinkedIn revenues are up 30% per quarter. Wow. And engagement is up 30% mm -hmm. per quarter. So mm -hmm. people are coming to LinkedIn every day now. Mm -hmm. Like Facebook, what, 50% of the people come every day and spend right. at least an hour? Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, 40% of the people log in every day now. Wow. You know, and, that's and it's up funny from like because five percent a few years ago. Yeah, you know, and 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 these stats, of course, don't take into account the fact that as we're recording this, we have the coronavirus situation going on, where many people are home officing. They're thinking, "Oh my gosh, I might be losing my job." All of these various things, and so now more than ever. It's absolutely critical that you have your LinkedIn profile as absolutely polished as it can be. Remember those old days when we used to have those resumes? I know. Yeah. We printed it up on, on special resume paper, right? And they said, keep your resume updated even though you have a job. Mm -hmm. Right. And you had the job for like 10 years mm -hmm. back in the day. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you lost that job. Mm -hmm. And you go, oh my God, I have to update my resume. How do I right. fill in 10 years of information? Mm -hmm. And we had no idea, you know, because you were always told that your resume could only be two pages long. Right. And, you know, and because you hadn't been working on it, that was what made it difficult. You know, and, and so the cool thing about LinkedIn is you should be updating it. You know, how often should somebody update their LinkedIn profile? You know, I update mine about once a month. I'll change the headline. Mm. I'll add new content mm -hmm. periodically. They have this new section called Featured. Right. And that just came out a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And that lets you actually I don't have it yet. Mm -hmm. Oh, you didn't get it yet? No, I don't think I have it yet. Oh, try clearing your browser cache. Oh, okay. LinkedIn always doesn't refresh properly. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. Or try a different browser and see mm -hmm. if you get it. But it's mm -hmm. basically you can put content right in there. Okay. And actually link to YouTube, your YouTube channel or Vimeo mm -hmm. if you use that. Mm -hmm. You actually link away from LinkedIn, which is something they'd never let you do in your profile right. before. Right, right. Yeah, because like Facebook never, ever wants you to leave Facebook, you know, and, and so when you put a link to something else, they ding you. They just don't show it to people, um, you know, and, and so I love the fact that LinkedIn goes, you know what? They'll come back. It's okay. Exactly. No, it's, it's they're making it much more interactive. They've mm -hmm. done a lot. They've integrated with Office 365 if you use that. Mm hmm Mm -hmm. And all the Microsoft's cloud products. Wow. So if you're in, I get an email from you mm -hmm. in Outlook. Mm -hmm. I can hover over your name now. It pops up a new window and then it says, here's your LinkedIn profile. It gives you a summary of your LinkedIn profile right Holy schmoly. Yeah. Okay, we all have to try that. Everybody go home after after this is done and, and try that. Um, you know, and, and and I knew that they had some plugins and things before that would kind of integrate, but it didn't always work and sometimes it got stuck. And so so now the fact that, you know, obviously it's because they are the same company, they play nice together. Yeah. And also I can send you a LinkedIn invitation right from that window wow. if we're not connected. Mm -hmm. I use Sales Navigator. I can add mm -hmm. you to Sales Navigator with mm -hmm. all these little clicks right from within your email program. Mm -hmm. Right. It's you know, awesome. and what I love is that, as you said, LinkedIn is making it easier and easier. You know, and, and I think that's probably initially what so many people didn't like was it was clunky. You know, it didn't always do what you wanted it to. Now, they didn't change it an awful lot. You know, it wasn't like you logged in and this button was no longer there or anything like that, but it just really didn't do what you wanted it to do. So it's very exciting that they're figuring out, hey, you need to do these things. Well, they were focused on it's the place to find a job, put your right. resume up there. Mm -hmm. And two thirds of the revenue still comes from right. job mm -hmm. postings and recruiters. Mm -hmm. But there's advertising is finally starting to come around too. They were mm -hmm. seeing there's like so much more they could make money off of. Mm -hmm. And they're starting to monetize it. Mm -hmm. so. Well, and, you know, there are, you know, when, when I'm going through my newsfeed, I do see quite a few sponsored posts. You mm -hmm. know, I like that. I don't like that. But let's talk about that, you know, because we are talking about how to use LinkedIn for business. And, and I have written down here in my notes to talk about advertising. You know, so why should somebody advertise on LinkedIn? Well, LinkedIn ads are not for everybody. They're not really for small business owners. Mm -hmm. Therefore, really, 
top of the funnel and mid funnel. Okay. So if you're offering an ebook or a book mm-hmm. and you're going for a quick sale, mm-hmm. that's, you're not going to make money from okay. LinkedIn ads because they're, they're more expensive, mm-hmm. but they're higher quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're selling a product coaching services like fifteen to $20,000, mm-hmm. or if the lifetime value of a customer is over mm-hmm. 15000 mm-hmm. it's worth paying 5 to $10 a click. Okay. And you, get, you, know, you can target it much better and you get much higher quality leads. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and targeting is, of course, what's, what's critical in this. Um, you know, how many times do we see an ad, it, let's talk about Facebook, where somebody just picked a demographic as in 10 miles from a zip code right. or an age or something so generic that these things pop up and you're like, no. You know, and, and it, because you want people to pay attention, it really doesn't matter if people that aren't going to buy it or aren't even interested don't even see it. So get very targeted with who it is that you want to, to read your ad. Why do I keep seeing ads on Facebook for hair replacement treatments? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I see them for things. I'm like, no, really? You know, and, and so somewhere I've looked for something. I'm thinking, you know, something triggered. And yeah, and I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> I know it's creepy. <laughs> I know it is. It's a little bit creepy sometimes. Um, but I also, you know, I'll be honest, there are times where I cheat and I'll do that just so that I don't have to keep looking because I know Facebook will start showing me ads. Um, but yeah, you know, LinkedIn, it, it is still and will always be, let's you know, the, the, the professional platform. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think uh, that maybe that's one of the reasons why more people are going there. I think we're getting burned out on Facebook. You know, it's, it's fun. You know, you get to go and see somebody's pictures. You get to see, you know, whatever TV show they like. You get to read about whatever politician they hate or they love for that you five minutes. Good fights on Facebook. Oh yeah, you know, and and <laughs> the nice thing is you don't see that on LinkedIn. Um, now there could be a little bit on there if it pertains to somebody's business. Um, I had someone ask me one time. I was helping them with their profile, and they they had done a lot of volunteer work for political campaigns, and they mm-hmm. said, "Should we put that in there?" And it was, you know, it, it was, it was a, a, a candidate <coughs> that really hadn't been terribly controversial. So that right. wasn't going to turn a lot of people off. But this person had done things like manage budgets for them, man- manage volunteers. I mean, they did things for this campaign that they really needed to be bragging about. Um, so yeah. I said, that's what you brag about as opposed to the candidate. Right. That makes perfect sense. Same thing with with religion. You know, there are many people who either volunteer for or have a job that is in some way religious, but it's it's okay to talk about it on LinkedIn as long as you're keeping it professional. Yeah. Yeah, it's don't go crazy. But I noticed actually if people start putting political things on there, I've in the comments s- people call them out and say this is not the place right. that I go to Facebook. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, and even if it's that they've taken, you know, kind of, you know, it's been a post that was okay, and then somebody commented, and, and no, they, you know, it's like, no, you know, this is this is not the place for it. Right. Yeah, you could post, I ate scrambled eggs for breakfast, and somebody will turn that into a political argument on Facebook. I know. Oh, what do you mean? Aren't they free range? Don't we? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, My friend answer. Alex Mondosian, do you, you know Alex? No, I don't. Yeah, he's one of the original internet marketers from ah. years ago. Mm-hmm. So we get together. He lives by me, so we have mm-hmm. coffee. And he says, LinkedIn is like a library. Everybody's really polite, so they don't piss off their boss. Right. The same people go to Facebook mm-hmm. a minute later, and it's like a playground. And they let their mm-hmm. hair down, and they're like getting into fights with people. Right, right. And we kind of whisper on LinkedIn, right? You know, we are. We're being polite. We're, we're not. And, and maybe that is because your boss might be there. Um, you know, or a potential boss or a potential client or, or something like that. You just, you are much more well-behaved when we're on LinkedIn. Yeah. You only share professional content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's funny how your mindset shifts like literally in seconds though. You go from one tab on your browser to the right. next mm-hmm. and you're a different personality. Right. You know, and I love one of the things you mentioned in your book is that you would do, you know, you'd go on LinkedIn during the day when you were working 
And then in the evening, you'd look at Facebook. Um, and, and, you know, and, and I think that is true. People really do, because that way you, your brain doesn't get mixed up and you don't post the wrong thing. But, you know, right. maybe that is it, is where we are more focused on being professional when we're on LinkedIn. And maybe that is during the day. Yeah. And I, you can waste a lot of time on Facebook. It can be fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm spending a lot less time on Facebook these mm-hmm. days, actually. It's just right. It's getting people spreading so much fake information, false. Oh. They think you're doing a good service by sharing this article, but you look at it, right. it's like, that's not accurate. No. And, and you want to go back to that person and say, how on earth could you believe this? Right. Um, you know, and, and you don't see that on LinkedIn, usually. You know, every once in a while, it's like, whoop. Um, but but yeah, what I love is, you know, you can go down the rabbit holes on LinkedIn, but you're learning something. You know, mm-hmm. it might be a new marketing tactic or um, you're learning about Bitcoin or, or something like that, you know, and, and so it's, it's educational at the same time that, that you're going down that rabbit hole. So in the being then marketing nerd, when I see mm-hmm. a post that gets a lot of activity on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I reverse engineer it. How do they do this? Mm-hmm. How do they get 3,000 mm-hmm. comments or how do they get you know, 10,000 views of that video? So try tell to us find more about that. What do you What do you think is kind of the the, the, the <coughs> sweet me, sauce sorry. or the the secret sauce? You know how how to, because yeah, that is the thing. People, you know, we don't want to post and have it go off and never never land. Um, you know, even though we recognize there are lurkers, there's all sorts of things. But what gets a post noticed and shared? Hold on one second. I'm going to cough. I'm battling that same little bug in the throat. I urine. know. You know, we've all got that tickle that is just panicking all of us right now, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so there's no rhyme or reason to the algorithm. It's mm-hmm. to be honest, because mm-hmm. sometimes I'll post things. Mm-hmm. I'm having a debate. Somebody posted something, you know, the external links. If you mm-hmm. post mm-hmm. something and send people to your website, mm-hmm. LinkedIn will kill it. They won't right. show it to many people. Mm-hmm. The last two weeks, I have posts that go with excerpts from my book. Mm-hmm. They're getting more traction than ever. And mm-hmm. I'm linking away from LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Other people are saying they don't get any response. Hmm. And then I, maybe next week, mine won't work. Mm-hmm. So they're always tweaking that algorithm. Right. But if you're providing good information, quality mm-hmm. information, mm-hmm. LinkedIn likes that. Right. You know, and that's one of the things that people always ask me about is they say, okay, you know, I got my profile. It's kind of Okay. But then what do I post? So, you know, and, and it, it's funny. People always have things to post. They just don't realize it. So when people say, gosh, Ted, you know, nah, eh, my profile's pretty good. I think I've got some pretty good keywords in it. You know, it's, it's current. <laughs> you know? right. and, and I've got a picture that's not 10 years old. You know, all those various things. <laughs> so what do you, you, when people say, what do we post? What do you tell them? So I'm lucky that I've written all these books because I right. hired yeah. some you, people. You can do chapters out of the book. You can <laughs> I actually hired, first mm-hmm. time I did it was the last, the second edition of the book. Mm. I hired a social media writer from the U.S. And she was in Chicago, master's degree in English. Wow. She was like $20 an hour at the time. So I gave her my manuscript mm-hmm. and said, hey, can you write some social media posts mm-hmm. from the content? Right. So she wrote like 100 posts for cool. me. Cool. And I queue them up in a program called mm-hmm. Sendable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they automatically go off. I feel like two a day on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I put a few on Facebook. I put mm-hmm. a few on Twitter, different times. So this book, I hired five writers because she wasn't available. Oh, no. So I hired five people. Mm-hmm. I did US based. I went for the higher quality writers mm-hmm. hire. It was like mm-hmm. 40 or 50 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got two hours. Write me as many social media posts as you can from the book. Cool. And it was awesome because I got mm-hmm. so many different perspectives of the mm-hmm. writing I and what their it. outtake from the book. Mm-hmm. Then I hired a couple of them for more. So I have like mm-hmm. 300 posts from my book. Wow. And I have them scheduled to go mm-hmm. off. I love it. I'm, I'm yeah. looking at one right now and it says, write personalized, meaningful LinkedIn recommendations. They impact your reputation too. Get your free LinkedIn profile guide at, and then you, you have the link. But yeah, I mean, that's great. That's short. That's sweet. Um, you know, it, it didn't get a ton of traction or, and I shouldn't say it that way. It didn't get a ton of comments. 
it could have had 500 people that clicked the link. I mean, you know, right. that's, that's the thing. And, and, um, you know, and, and so that's, that's what I love is it's, you know, yeah, just this short little snippet. It was what, two sentences yeah. um, and, and perfect. And so for people who haven't written books, they're saying, okay, what do I post? So in like Hootsuite and Sendable, mm -hmm. I can go to sites like Inc or entrepreneur.com. They're mm -hmm. my publisher. Okay. I can pull in an article a day from each one of those and post it in my news feed. Mm -hmm. So I do about literally about 10 automated posts a day at my okay. LinkedIn profile that mm -hmm. are business related articles. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I do a New York times travel section. Mm -hmm. They'll post mix it up a page. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And people love that kind of stuff. It mm -hmm. just breaks up the monotony right. of going through that boring news feed. Mm -hmm. So know, I do that. And then sometimes I'll just have thoughts and right. I'll write them. Mm -hmm. Post them there like a mini blog post. Mm -hmm. I write well, articles on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. but they're not getting the traction they got a year mm -hmm. ago. Yeah, they used to. I mean, you, it used to be that you did an, an article, you know, we, and, and they've called it different things throughout the, the course of time. And yeah, those seem to just not be, it, it, it's back to their, it seems like they want short and sweet. Yeah. And those will show up in Google search results sometimes, mm -hmm. the articles, but not like they used to. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't write as many articles as I used to. I mm -hmm. just kind of try to interact with people through the mm -hmm. messaging is where I'm spending right. most of my time these days. Ah, you know, and, and I'm sure it's not cut and paste messages, which is so funny because I noticed today that you, one of your posts that you were talking about was that there must have been a class somewhere and they were all told, this is what you say when you want to connect with somebody because you got a whole bunch that was, you know, the exact same thing. Eight of them in 10 minutes. <laughs> Oh, you know, and now you and I have, I think, 350 mutual connections. So, you know, if somebody goes to one, we're going to pop up on, on all sorts of things. But <laughs> folks, this is not rocket science. You know, yes, there are templates that say this is, you know, a good way to start interacting. But personalize it, folks. Personalize it. At least make it look like you looked at my profile. Right. I go to a local networking event. I've been going for years. Mm -hmm. We're doing a virtual one. I'm the speaker this month. Hey! They're doing their first virtual event. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I talk. I was like, okay, let's say we met at this networking event in okay. person. Mm -hmm. We never met before. What would you say to that person? Right. It's a so, casual conversation. Hey, yeah, yeah. how'd you get started in your business? Mm -hmm. Tell me about yeah, your What brought business. you here today? Mm -hmm. What about the weather? I mean... <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. But what happens... Um, for some reason online, they think we're all bots at the other mm -hmm. end. Right. So they can just blast automated messages at us mm -hmm. and try to sell us stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, so what I do with my clients now, first I'll have them read their about section, read their LinkedIn profile out loud mm -hmm. to me. Uh -huh. Like your professional headline, mm -hmm. like boring job title usually. Right. The because that's section. the default. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the about section it's like they really have like third person telling the story about Ted and how he mm -hmm. grew up and blah, blah, blah. I was like, it's boring. So I have them read that out loud and they go, mm -hmm. oh my God. <laughs> I know. Why would you want to, and mm, mine's third person. Mm, yeah, I need to rewrite mine. <laughs> yeah. If you're like a super high level CEO or something, right. hey, that, that yeah. may If be you're saying Bill Gates does such and such. But if we're at a networking event together yeah. and we're having a conversation, mm -hmm. make it conversational like mm -hmm. that. Right. Much right. more pleasant to read. Plus, mm -hmm. we don't read, we skim. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got to have some catchphrases mm -hmm. in there that'll get their attention. Mm -hmm. Right. Same with the messages. When you invite people to connect, mm -hmm. we just met at the at the Bay, you know, Bay Area Networks, mm -hmm. Bay Area Consultants Network mm -hmm. is the event. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you exchange business hand. Mm -hmm. You used to shake hands, but not anymore. I know. Now we go. <laughs> mm, yeah. Mm. Right. <laughs> but it's yeah that conversation. Hey, let's connect on LinkedIn. Don't right. don't do a sales pitch like these people mm -hmm. are doing. Right. Well, and I always them. remind them, you know, it was great meeting you at the Marietta Business Association. Right. Um, you know, because as much as I like to think I'm pretty memorable, I might not be. So I might need to remind somebody where they just met me. Um, right. You know, and, and more importantly, maybe we talked about something, you know, so I could say, you know, here's a link to that article that, you know, that, that I put in, you know, that, that we talked about. Or, you know, wasn't the speaker great? Can't, can't wait to read his book. You know, whatever it is personalize it yeah it doesn't take long it's like a few seconds mm -hmm. right you know, i use text expander do you use text expander i don't what is that it's a program they have on a mac and pc now okay 
So you can put in shortcuts for things. Like if you say happy birthday a lot, you can do uh-huh. like semicolon HB. It'll fill in oh, happy okay. birthday. Okay. Yeah. I do that on some stuff. And, and um, yeah, so it, it automatically knows, oh, this is, this, you know, so that I don't have to type out happy birthday every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And then you customize the message for that person. Like say, right. hey, we talked about mm-hmm. this article. Here's a, here's your LinkedIn profile guide. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and when they connect, don't don't immediately send them back a bot. That's the thing that drives me nuts. You know, I, I got one of those today where I connected with somebody and, you know, and, and I will network with pretty much anybody. I mean, you know, if I, if I glance at their profile and it's pretty clear that they're going to spam me, you know, and, right. and now they have to have the basics. They have to have a picture. They have to have a headline. They have to have certain things before I'm going to connect. But I connected with this guy today and I swear my hand was still on that mouse button and I got a response from him and you know, and it was very clearly cut and paste, you know, it was an, an automated thing and it was, we have so many mutual connections. We had this many mutual connections, <laughs> which is kind of unusual. I mean, you know, when you start having as many as, as we do, but it was like, no, uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh, no, you know, and, and, or my favorites are the people who clearly do not read my profile. And so they're going to help me with LinkedIn or help me with social media. I'm like, didn't read my profile, did you? Um, you know, and, and you, know, you mentioned Brian Basilico. I mean, I love when Brian goes back at people who have, have sent him those things. And you know, every once in a while, I will. Um, you know, and, and, and it never goes well. I mean, you know, they, they don't, oh, they like never it. reply to me when I oh. call them out. <laughs> yeah. I called out one person one time and it was, it was very interesting because this was someone that I knew in the real world and knew really pretty well. And for some reason we weren't connected on LinkedIn. And so, you know, sent this person a request to connect, you know, and, and got back an automated response that was rude. You know, and, 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 and I shouldn't say rude. It was, it was very clear that it was an automated response and that, you know, and, and I, I, so I sent this person an email. You know, I didn't respond through LinkedIn. I sent them an email and I said, I have to tell you how offended I was to get that because you and I have been friends for years and you acted like, and, and, and she, she apologized and she said, you know, I have to tell you, she said, I don't even look at my own LinkedIn account. Now, this is someone who does LinkedIn training. So that was the little, you know, mm-hmm. and, but she said, I don't, I, she said, I have an assistant who does all of that. And she just cut, you know, she cuts and pastes. And I said, well, it really was very offensive. Um, and I said, and if this is something that you're going to teach people how to do, you're doing people a disservice, right. um, you know, and, and, but, and, and it, it, yes, it takes time to personalize it, but do you want to have to be fixing where you messed up or never even know? I mean, you know, that's the thing is when you have annoyed someone, you probably never have the chance to, to fix it. It's like 30 seconds to, right. to customize the things. And it's, I don't know, I'm with you 100% there. Mm-hmm. Right. Recently, I got a phone call as soon as I accepted someone's Ooh. invitation. Mm-hmm. And she said she does Christian websites. And I work with a lot of web developers because they need social media help or they know people they can refer. Right. I said, okay, mm-hmm. I'll accept her invitation. Mm-hmm. Phone rang. Literally, my finger wasn't off the button. Wow. Yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, do you need help with your LinkedIn? We just connected on LinkedIn. Like, what do you mean? You just said you did Christian websites. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we do LinkedIn too. Would you like help with your LinkedIn? I said, did you look at my profile? <laughs> You see how I looked at your profile? I said, did you really look at my profile? Right. Did you, did you s- not see that it says that you are a LinkedIn marketing expert? <laughs> I've been doing it for 10 years. Yeah. So she kept going, literally oh, wrote we the can book help on you. it. We can help you on, with your LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So I said, really? You know, I got to go. She says, hold on a second. So she puts her boss on the line. Goes, hey, I hear you need help with LinkedIn. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> she was the first person I actually disconnected with on LinkedIn. Oh, oh. you know, and and clearly you you know you remember her name and and all sorts of things like that. And and you know, it really is. You know, it, we we talk about it all the time. It's about building relationships. You know, we we work with people we know, like, and trust. And I don't trust somebody who automatically sends me an automated response. Right. Um, you know, even if I can tell that they they wrote it, if it's not right, I'm okay. You know, but it's like, oh, no, don't don't just cut and paste something to me. 
And, you know, I know you probably have the same kind of clients I do. We don't do like the $20 or $30 projects or $50 projects. Mm -hmm. We do high-end consulting. Mm -hmm. So people are going to pay us a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So isn't it worth spending two or three minutes to have a little conversation with a person chatting back Mm -hmm. and forth? Right. To close a $20,000 deal? Yep. Oh, yeah. You get higher quality clients. Facebook, you'll get the little, you know, the tire kickers and they'll mm-hmm. spend $100 on you and they want your money mm-hmm. back. LinkedIn's right. real business people mm-hmm. wanting to do real business. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and part of it is that we want to weed out the people, the, the tire kickers, the people who only want to pay 20 bucks an hour um, or, or, you know, not even that much. And, you know, but that's where I have either, you know, things I refer to. I mean, you can tell people, hey, you know what? got this great book, you know, because this will walk you through the whole process. And then if you, you know, want more help, you know, I'm here. And so there are ways to be able to, to help everybody, but, but yeah, it's, you know, it, somebody looks at your profile and, and I tell you, they look at it and they go, Oh, he's going to cost a little bit more <laughs> and that's okay. That's, that's perfectly fine. And they have corporate money to spend, so they're glad to spend it. <laughs> right, right. And now they're not doing anything else. <laughs> so, so do you use the LinkedIn Insight tag? I do every once in a while. Not terribly often, but tell us a little bit more about it. Okay, this is a real game changer for okay. me. Because I always work with coaches, consultants. Most mm-hmm. of the people I work with are mm-hmm. you know, successful business people, right. but they're small businesses. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have any sales type training. Mm-hmm. It was more like, here's LinkedIn, how should you do messaging, here's how you right. do your profile. So I look at the insight tag data, mm-hmm. and 60% of my website visitors are in business development or sales. Wow. And the company size is like, on average, two to 200 people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm targeting these solopreneurs, and most of my business right. is based on that. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh my God, there's mm-hmm. all these salespeople from bigger companies mm-hmm. coming to a website looking for LinkedIn information. Right. I need to create a sales navigator training program mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and do reach out to those people because that's going to be, it just totally changed my whole game, right. my whole product line. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so and there, it's fun because there are all these little hidden things in LinkedIn um, that, that we just don't know about. Now, here's something that I learned reading your book. I did not know that there was ProFinder, you know, which is for freelance. Honestly, God, I had no idea this existed. So, you know, it's, that's part of why it's good to connect with people like Ted, because we find out these things. But, you know, that's where it's important to know that LinkedIn has changed through the years. There are so many things that, that are new to really make it relevant to people. And they're not real good at telling us about these things. <laughs> no, they don't. Which is good news you know, for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I do get emails from LinkedIn somewhere I got signed up onto something and they are from LinkedIn. They're not from, you know, Joe Schmo just writing about it. They talk about some of the new features and things. And I'm like, oh, well, that looks pretty interesting. And sometimes they're not even there, you know, or they're not offered yet. Um, right. You know, like that. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> oh, I know. I want to I do video. You know, and, and right now I can't do video. They, you know, and, and um, it'll be interesting to see if they end up rolling that out to everybody. Um, they keep saying it's coming to everybody. And the, like the new company pages that came out late last year said, mm-hmm, right? everybody's going to get LinkedIn mm-hmm. Live for their company page. Like, mm-hmm. Where is it? Right, right. My ProFinder, oh gosh, I mm-hmm. have a friend that's a career coach and he gets, mm-hmm. I signed up as a coach at one mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. I was getting 15 to 25 leads a day from ProFinder. Right. right. You know, and it is, it's for freelancers. I mean, there's, there's some, some criteria that you have to go through to be part of that. But it's, it's part of the whole search process. I mean, you know, it, it really helps people find you. Right. But there's nowhere in your LinkedIn profile that will tell you about it or... No. You just have to kind of stumble across mm-hmm. it and sign right. up for it. Right. Then you start and, getting all these messages. Right. And it's very easy. It's linkedin.com slash profinder. Hello. Oh, right. <laughs> but yeah, they don't tell you it exists. And, and it's funny how they do that because it's like they're, they're dabbling. Let's see if this works. And then yeah. when it does, ooh, yeah. Um, then it may just go away tomorrow. We don't know. But mm-hmm. I, know. I know a lot I, of people well, are doing really well with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that is one of the things that we always need to keep in mind is the fact that 
things can change. So you need to be looking, you need to keep updating your profile. Um, you know, even if they just change what things are called, you know, it used to be called summary. Now it's called about, you know, <laughs> so. And featured all of a sudden appeared, which was content that was in right. your about section. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and things disappeared. And so that's why it's so important to be looking at your LinkedIn profile, at your LinkedIn profile. You know, it's not just go in and set it up. You need to see how do you, how does it look to other people? You know, when they go in, you know, did things move around? And so it doesn't make sense anymore. And then also look at from the mobile because over Mm -hmm. 60% of LinkedIn Mm -hmm. users only use mobile now. Right, right. Well, and then things definitely look different there. You know, one of the things is the big banner. Um, I love the banner. And the people who do not take advantage of at least doing something in the banner, hello, you can do it in Canva, um, you know, and and so, um, but, you know, on the desktop, your profile is off to the side. On the phone, your profile picture is in the middle of the banner. So if you put something moving like, it over to the left now, ooh, finally. Good. Yeah, because people put things like their phone number still in the middle. Most and, of the banner, but still mm-hmm. you can yep. it's better than that ugly blue thing. <laughs> oh, I know. You know, and and more importantly, when you still have the ugly blue thing, it's really clear that you're not on LinkedIn a lot. Um, you know, you want to be a professional, you want people to know that, that you use this and, and seriously, folks, it really is pretty easy to, to create an image to put there, even if it's, you know, a tree or something, you know, change it from that ugly blue. A beautiful Um, picture from your vacation is better. Right. Right. Yeah. But more importantly, that's a billboard. You know, you've got, you've got space there to be able to tell a little bit more about yourself. Right. It gets First impressions, we've all heard it. Two seconds, right. people decide mm-hmm. if they're going to look at your profile or not. They're going right. to scroll right by you. Mm-hmm. Right. Grab their attention with a nice picture mm-hmm. and your professional headline. Mm-hmm. And your picture has to be good, too. Don't right. have that cropped photo of you at the wedding with your wife. Oh, I know. Yeah, I was talking to somebody one time, and I said, you really need to get a new picture. And he said, oh, but I love that picture. I said, I know. I said, because it was your wedding day. And he kind of looked at me, and he said, how do you know that's my wedding photo? I said, because you are never in real life going to wear a white silk tie. And he went, oh, yeah. yeah. Or, or I love the ones where you've got part of somebody's body part. You know, you've got right. cousin it. Uh, you know, no. And they're half drunk at a wedding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and now it doesn't have to be, you know, for, for men, it doesn't have to be a suit and tie. You know, it doesn't, you know, it, it just has to look professional. Um, I was, you know, one of my other guests for, for the, 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 this month worth of programs was talking about the fact that she went to someone's and, and he did not have a shirt on. She said, so there was naked man. <laughs> We're all like, Ooh, has to look this up. Um, but you know, eh, you need to, to look professional and it's not that difficult. And for heaven's sakes, people no selfies, no selfies, <laughs> find somebody that can take your picture. You just have to stand in front of a blank wall and with right. your phone, it's so mm-hmm. high resolution now. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, and, or, or something like this. I mean, you like know, I've got a camera that is, yeah, you know, I've got a camera that's separate. You know, now granted, I have the chair coming out of my shoulder, so I'd want to redo a little, but, but yeah, you know, it's, or you can go to Walgreens, you can go, you know. But I shouldn't stand in front of, of this picture behind me and do that. Right. It's too much mm-hmm. distraction. Right. right. You know, and look at your picture. I mean, you know, I love the pictures where it's, you know, somebody has a tree growing out of their head or a light or no, you know, redo the picture, folks. Um, or the again, women with it's the really first little cat cocktail dress on and they're wondering mm-hmm. why men are hitting on them all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, I guess there could be, you know, depending on what their job is, that could be appropriate, but... <laughs> No, these are like senior vice presidents. And Ooh, yeah, no. I have no. women actually reach out to me and say, why do men keep hitting on me? This is, I'm really tired of it. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Look at your profile picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> know, not and, an evening gown or a cocktail party. Yeah. Well, and that's where it's the selfie. And, and, and we got a little more than you're wanting to show. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, or the glamour shots. You know, now men, of course, didn't do glamour shots, but women did glamour shots. We did that, you know, and, and you kind of looked over his shoulder and, you know, we had the, the boa. I always loved the, the fur boa. Right. You know, and, and we did this. That's not professional either. Um, you know, and, and, but it's okay to have kind of a, a fun loving picture. I mean, like I saw somebody's one time where they had an, an animal. Well, they were, they owned a dog kennel. 
okay, that was appropriate. Right. Um, you know, and, and so it's, it, it, you can have fun with this, you know, and, and I want people to know this is not, this is not your grandfather's LinkedIn. Of course it never would have been, but, um, but yeah, we can have fun with this. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's a place by me now that you pay 25 bucks and it's a professional studio and they take pictures of you for 10 minutes. Whoa. So you get hundreds of shots and then you pick out the ones you want and you buy them. Nice. It's 25 bucks and it's a professional studio. Not bad. You know, yeah. and what I like about that is it's current. You know, I, I jokingly said a little bit ago that my picture was not 10 years old. That's the other thing, you know, and, and that's where it gets really tricky, especially with <clears throat> women, because we change our hairstyles, we change our hair color, you know, all those various things. It's got to be a current picture, folks. You know, this is not, you know, and, and it, does ageism exist? I mean, you know, that is one of the things that people have talked to me about, especially if they're in the job market. They don't want to have a picture showing that they're older. Well, I'm sorry, if you filled out your profile well, people are going to be able to put two and two together and figure out you've been working for more than 20 years. Right. Um, you know, and, and so it's, you know, and, and you know, if, if, if somebody is going to say, you know what, we're not even going to bring that person in for an interview because they have gray hair, you don't want to be there anyway. Right. No, it's <laughs> right. So now one of the things you talk a lot about in your book, and, and this is because you are an expert in this, is SEO and using words and, and, and the whole search feature. So talk to us. I mean, you know, we briefly mentioned that Google really likes LinkedIn, but LinkedIn has a very robust search feature. So talk to us a little bit more about why it's so important to use the right words. Yeah, it's, it's just like SEO for your website. There's certain places where you put certain skills. Mm -hmm. just, you call them skills, not keywords in LinkedIn. Right. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So you just, certain places, like one place, if you put in your name field, you'll rank really well, but it's, I hate people put these, all these keywords stuffed into their name field. Right. And technically, LinkedIn doesn't like that. I mean, that's, yeah. No, it's against terms of service, mm -hmm. right. but they won't do anything unless people report you. Mm -hmm. right. It just looks tacky. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. The only thing that you should be putting there, there. Yeah. You know, if you've, if you got like a designation, you know, like MD, PhD, that's, that's okay. But yeah. no, no. Just so your professional headline is the next hot spot mm -hmm. right below that. Right. So if you put some keyword phrases mm -hmm. in there, like on mine now, I've got LinkedIn marketing and mm -hmm. sales navigator training. So it's different things I do for people. Right. Right. That or people are going to search for. That's right. the important thing. They might be going, okay, I'm going to sign up for Sales Navigator, but I don't know what to do with it. So, and, and I think that's one of the things people don't even realize is you can, you know, we all know to search for somebody's name in LinkedIn, but you can search for terms. You can right. search for all sorts of things in the search field. And we search Google for Sales Navigator mm -hmm. training. LinkedIn content can come up. Right. Mm -hmm. And then another hot spot there's also you fill out those skills there's a whole mm -hmm. section where you choose mm -hmm. skills mm -hmm. so those are the things you want to rank for mm -hmm. and then your job titles this is one mm -hmm. people really don't know about mm -hmm. so if you look at my profile under my company i have about mm -hmm. 10 different jobs under right there. yeah i'm looking you do you've got all these different ones and each one the job title is a keyword phrase okay or skill mm-hmm and then in the little description, do a one or two sentence description for that mm -hmm. specific skill mm -hmm. and mention those skills again. And you rank for that stuff. Nice. You know, and we've talked about this before. I don't care that somebody's founder, president, CEO, whatever. It, the title doesn't matter to me. I want to know what they do. Now, it's the important thing, you know, we, we're talking about this in terms of searching. Don't be cute. You know, if people aren't going to search for that, you can, you know, it doesn't matter how cute you were, you still have to, to use terms that people are going to look for. Right. And I used to teach, I still teach it. You can have your professional headline as I help, mm -hmm. who do you help and what problems you solve for them. Right. And mm -hmm. I use that and it's not getting as much traction as it did even a year ago. Mm. I'm finding the skills based one is working better right now for right. me at least. Mm -hmm. So you always have to test it. Put it mm -hmm. out there about once a month mm -hmm. or so. Right. Like if you work with attorneys and you solve a certain problem for attorneys, mm -hmm. change your headline to that. Right. And then go view mm -hmm. some attorneys' profiles. Mm -hmm. And they get notified that you viewed their profile. Mm -hmm. They view you. And say, right. Oh, They're going to wipe this helps attorneys with mm -hmm. their books or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I help Ooh. attorneys with their marketing. Right. 
And they're like, ooh, what do you mean you help m- attorneys with their marketing? Right. Ooh, I, I like that. Ooh, that's I a good little Google ninja trick. I Google the for attorneys in San Francisco. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's I love it. It's a good that. little trick. It takes time to view their profiles. Right. You can automate it, but I don't recommend that. No. And, you know, and, and there might be some that you don't want, you know, and don't, don't want to look at and, and things, but yeah, I, I love that. That's, that's very cool. Yeah. I call it my peekaboo method. Yeah. <laughs> I look you know, at your profile, you look at mine. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, and, and I've actually made connections with people by doing that. Um, you know, and, and now I don't recommend doing this a lot and I always tell somebody, you know, so I might go, you know, I, I see that, you know, you looked at my profile. So then I look at your profile. We're not connected. And so I send your request to connect and I say, Hey, Ted, you know, I see you looked at my profile. I don't know why, but it would be interesting to connect with you. Yeah. You know, most of the time that works. I've made some really good connections that way. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, um, and it was just because they, for whatever reason, didn't want to connect right then, but then, then they did. And, and, you know, one that I did, you know, the person said, you know, hey, thanks for sending me the request to connect. I work for big company based here in Atlanta and we're getting ready to lay people off and we'd like we're looking for people to come in and help help people with LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I was like hello. <laughs> and you know and we're it's not stalking. I mean, you know, which is why I tell them, I see that you looked at my profile. Um some people yeah, I mean, say, I've noticed you looked at my profiles or anything I can help you with. Right. Yeah. You know, now you have an unusual name. I have a pretty unusual name too. So it's not that they probably got us on accident, right. but you know, you never know, you know, where, where it's, it's, you know, and, and, and again, the least that's going to happen is they're going to ignore you, you know? So it's, it's great. What other networking tips do you have? Because that's the one thing that I think really throws people is who do we connect with? Well, one thing too, I do that same tactic when people follow you. People Mm. can follow you on LinkedIn without connecting. So they see your content. Mm -hmm. So if I notice so-and-so followed me, I'll reach out to them. Hey, I noticed you followed me. Let's connect so we can Mm -hmm. have a conversation or Mm -hmm. we can communicate easier. Right. I'm not trying to sell them anything. I said, hey, you're following me. Yeah, you're obviously interested. (laughs) Complete the connection here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I I just tell people, pretend you're at Starbucks having a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn even stresses this. Mm-hmm. One-to-one networking. This right. isn't one-to-many unless you're running LinkedIn ads. Mm-hmm. But pretend we're having a conversation mm-hmm. and it takes more time, but mm-hmm. you get good, high-quality business. Right. So just, I call it planting seeds. You're the farmer and mm-hmm. you're a farmer. And there's the hunters out there that are the ones that are sending the aggressive marketing messages before we connect, when we connect, after mm-hmm. we connect. Right. Then there's times you can go hunting Mm-hmm. You know, you build up a relationship with people. Hey, I'm doing a sales navigator webinar next week. Love to have you join mm-hmm. me. Right. And that's where the search features come in handy because, you know, maybe it's an in-person webinar. So you only want to, you know, to, to reach out to people in a certain location. Right. You know, and, you know, all these various things. So it's, it's great to have those, um, you know, and, and, uh, to, and now, you know, granted, some of them are a paid feature, but to some degree, they all come with the, the free version. And, you know, and, and, and I always tell people, try the free version. You know, there's yeah. nothing that says you have to pay for it. Yeah. If you do too many searches, they limit you per month. But, right. Yeah. You know, and, but and, I'm but, working with some people. One guy, one of my clients is a sales trainer. Mm-hmm. And he works with companies with a sales team, like five to 20 people. Mm-hmm. So it's not a huge corporation. So in Sales Navigator, their paid product, which mm-hmm. is worth the $800 a year, mm-hmm. I can do a search. He lives in Sacramento. So I can put Sacramento companies with a business development team between five and 20 people. Mm-hmm. There's another feature you can search, and it's growing a certain percentage wow. per mm-hmm. year. So he's looking like anything over 20% growth. Mm-hmm. They've got this ideal. Say, so it doesn't say revenue of the company or anything. It just says mm-hmm come up with like 1,300 companies in Sacramento that mm-hmm. meet that criteria. Mm-hmm. So you, you follow that company mm-hmm. and then it says, here are the people you need to connect with. Here are the sales team managers and the mm-hmm. directors. Nice. So you get reaching out to those people. Mm-hmm. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, and, and 
part of the search feature. Now, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but it used to be that you know it's it's not alphabetical. It just seems like it's very random, but it's really not. It's bringing them up by how much they use LinkedIn. So, yeah. you know, they're not going to recommend, hey, Ted, you need to connect with this person if they haven't been on LinkedIn in years. So that's another reason why you want to be updating your profile, why you want to be posting, you know, all sorts of things, because LinkedIn goes, ooh, we like this person because she likes us. So and we're going to show her higher in the future. And she's sharing and interacting with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the algorithm figures that out and says, right. oh, I'm going to put Deb's stuff at the mm-hmm. top of the pile. Mm-hmm. Like getting your resume at the top of that pile in the old days. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and that's, of course, that's, that's the key is we have to be the top of the pile um, because the, the pile is big, um, yeah. you know, and, and so we're trying to do anything we possibly can to get higher on that, um, you know, and, 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 you know, maybe you are looking for a job. Okay, well, then you find somebody at that company that can help, you know, carry your little resume in and right. put it higher on the pile. Um, you know, I, I tell you people you have service. to use it. Mm-hmm. They used to have what job finder it was called. I think mm-hmm. you paid like $30 a month and right. supposedly your resume got to the top of the pile of mm-hmm. the hiring manager. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that ever worked, but they don't do it anymore. <laughs> no, that, that feature disappeared. Um, you know, and, and, and that is one of the tricky things is, you know, that, that is where somebody can keep their profile hidden is, you know, if they're a recruiter or, or, you know, an HR person, things like that, because they don't want pestered. I mean, you know, you, you, they don't, they don't want to be nagged to death, but, um, but yeah, you know, it's, and I always tell people, look for people who used to work there right. and find out why they left. Now, you know, it, it, is it true? Maybe, maybe not. But you're going to get a lot of fun insights, um, you know, by talking to somebody who used to work there. Yeah, yeah. And boy, things that we did 10 days ago mm-hmm. are so different now. <laughs> right. I know. I know. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and I think that's going to be one of the things that we will find when things have calmed back down after, you know, we're, we're out of self-quarantine and, you know, all of those various things that, I think we're going to be doing much more online because it worked, you know, it saved time. You know, look at all the people who are now meeting online with Zoom. Um, It's funny. I heard people today and and I was a little leery. They were saying, oh, Zoom has really slowed down. You know, no, you know, Knock on wood, we're we're I doing think good. Slow down. The free version is more than right. Yeah, yeah, and and I've got the paid version. So um, you know, and and I have good Wi-Fi and and all of that good stuff. But um, but I think we are going to discover that we can meet virtually. You know that that we're going to research people more online before we ever meet with them. We're going to save time. Um, all of these various things, and 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 that's where you know, folks, if you are home. And, and it's funny, when you home, when you work from home, you do in many ways, ten, your schedule is, is different, obviously. Yeah. You know, so you might have the 15 minutes in the morning to be looking at your LinkedIn profile and the 15 minutes in the afternoon to be looking. And you're not worried that your boss is looking over your shoulder, right? Um, so you know, be, go through and look at it. Even if you know your job is 100% fine, stable, all sorts of stuff. You never know what business connections you're going to make through LinkedIn. So always have it current. There's going to be so many opportunities in a mm-hmm. few months right. that didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And you know, if and, you really and, are looking yeah. for a job, mm-hmm. you can, in your settings, in your profile, mm-hmm. you can, there's a little toggle you can do that I'm looking for a job and mm-hmm. it lets the recruiters right. with the mm-hmm. recruiter subscriptions mm-hmm. know. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I think we're going to discover that there's a lot of, new business partnerships that come from this where we figure, Oh, you know, maybe, maybe this is, is a great way to do this. Yeah. Um, you know, I was just reading an article about, you know, all, everything's manufactured in China now, but with mm-hmm. this, right. People have to diversify. They mm-hmm. realize yep. we're, we're making more money by doing it over there. But mm-hmm. when it disappears, right. I have mm-hmm. a web developers in the Philippines, mm-hmm. a typhoon hits. Mm-hmm. I hear from them for three weeks. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I can't do business like that. Yeah. And, and things like that happen. I mean, you know, especially weather related, um, you know, it even, it, it happens here. You know, we have hurricanes, we have all sorts of things. Um, you know, it, it's funny, I'm from Colorado. And so there would be times where we would be without power for a while because of snowstorms, you know, and, and so we discovered, you know what, there are different ways to be working. Hey, we got the fires in California. They're turning off our power. So 
This is true. Yeah. Well, and, and you guys, you know, we have brownouts and, and things like that when, you know, and, and so it's, it's interesting and, and it's fun. You know, I, I love seeing all of the innovation that comes from things like this, you know, and, and how we work with clients differently. You know, we, we don't have to be in the same room with them. You know, we can do this. This works perfectly fine. Um, you know, and I'm having and, so many great calls this week, mm-hmm. reaching out to my clients. Hey, are you yep. okay? Are you mm-hmm. safe? Can mm-hmm. I do anything for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not about business. It's about right. your life. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and it is. It's about <coughs> what can I do to help? <coughs> you want to end just little things. See, there we go with the tickle again. See, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <coughs> well, Ted, oh my gosh, we are almost at the top of the hour. We st- I didn't get through my notes. We never do. Um, <coughs> so we'll definitely have to have you on again. But what are some final tips and, and thoughts that you have for people, especially maybe now where things are changing very rapidly? You know, I have a different approach to LinkedIn than a lot of people. Instead of the boring messages and formal mm-hmm. messages, I ask questions like in the welcome message, mm-hmm. silly thing, like, right. just for fun. Tell me something interesting I wouldn't know from your LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. I just you ask people that mm-hmm. or I put a fun message out saying, mm-hmm. I keep seeing your profile ever on LinkedIn. I think they mm-hmm. want us to connect. Mm-hmm. Right. And people enjoy that. They laugh. Mm-hmm. It breaks mm-hmm. the ice. Right. So have fun with it because mm-hmm. everybody else is cutting, cutting, pasting boring messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are a person that, that I should connect with. Mm-hmm. We have a mutual connection. Yes, yeah. I got that one last week. <laughs> hey, I love that. Yeah, like, like I said, you and I have 531 mutual right. connections. <laughs> I'm going to connect with that person. We have one connection in common. Right. Have fun with it. Like, and of course, I go and I look and I see who is that one person. And usually it's somebody I have no idea who they are. <laughs> no, just go have fun. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Share fun pictures. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people need right. some fun right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and put fun in your profile. You know, I, I put in there what type of books I like to read. Um, you know, it, it's okay to put a little bit of personal information. And this is yeah. not Facebook, folks. Just people but, do business with right. people they know, like, and trust. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and this is, that's why we, we have the volunteer section. That's why we have all of those things because it's, it's part of who we are. Um, you know, and, 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 and it lets people know, hey, you know, I really want to work with this person or, ooh, maybe not so much. Yeah, I was on a webinar last week and the guy said, oh, you can't use those fun messages. My clients would never go for that. I'm like, hey, I got senior vice presidents accepting my invitations with fun right. messages. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and you're not being silly. You know, there's, there is a difference between silly and stupid and having fun. You yeah. know, and, 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 you know, hey, yeah, we're in a really serious time right now. So if we can make somebody laugh or at least smile, why not? I got a great invitation. The last one I'll share with guy said, I want to send you a clever, witty, incredibly, I got it right here. I want to send you a really witty and, oh, that's the different one. <laughs> it's like really well written. Mm-hmm. Like I want to say really clever and witty mm-hmm. invitation, but I sent you this one instead. Cute. Something that to works. that effect. Yeah. I mean, you know, it got your attention. You thought, hey, this, this person sounds kind of interesting. Now, if you got six of those in one day, no. No, not so much. I like um, to do, I like to work with people that like to have fun. Right. If you're boring and stuffy, mm-hmm. no, we don't have to no, work together. No, no. Yeah. So, well, speaking of, you know, get the book, folks. It's got great information, lots of great tips in there. Everything from you're just starting out to, you know, how to do advanced ads, you know, how to, you know, all of the, the various things. So, tons of great information. But, Ted, how do they find you and connect with you online? your linkedin coach.com pretty easy pretty easy i love it and you know if if you're not connected to ted on linkedin send him a request and tell him that you saw or heard um the the program today because we really want to get your feedback on it um you know and and it's it's a ton of fun i love doing the linkedin series it's i love the fact that i got to have 
America's leading LinkedIn coach as my very first guest for this this uh, series this year. And, and you know, we're just going to have to do it every time. Um, so just mark your calendar. We'll do it again next year. I'm saying um, we can talk for days on this stuff because this is we love this stuff. It's fun, you know, and and I do. I enjoy. It. That's that's part of you. Know, people ask me, what do I get out of the program? Hello, I get to talk to the coolest people in the world about stuff that is so much fun, um, and and I just really enjoy it. Well, do you have any final words of wisdom for everybody before we end? No, just stay safe, stay healthy, and we're going to get through this. this we're going through yeah. a time we've never experienced in our lifetimes. We'll never will mm-hmm. again. Right. So just reach out to people. Mm-hmm. Tell them you love them. Give them a hug. No, don't give them a hug. No, virtual <laughs> hugs. Only virtual, virtual hugs. hugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, at we can't even touch people anymore. I know. Mm-hmm. It's we're very different times. So reach it out is. to people that you do business with mm-hmm. and just – See if they're okay. Right, right. You know, and, and it might be that they just need a little something. Sometimes they just need to know that somebody cares. That right. really is it. Yeah, everybody's so, scared right now. We don't know what's coming. So just no. reach out. Yeah, and let's, let's all be a little bit kinder and a little bit more gentle. Well, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely wonderful time talking with Ted Prodromo. See, there I got it. <laughs> and until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.